Hey guys, welcome to Cultured. It's your homegirl. It's your host, Bromley. Our guest today is my dear, dear friend, Sabina Andreva. We're going to talk to her about her life and her testimony and basically just get to know her a little bit because she's just absolutely incredible. I do want to let you guys know that the upcoming audio has a little bit of technical issues when it comes to echo, uh, but we'll, we'll make sure to handle it better next time. So without further ado, let's get to it. So like I said, guys, uh, my guest today is my dear, dear friend, Sabina. Do you want to say hi? Hi. Hello. Um, thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, my, it's my pleasure. Pleasure. Pleasure is all mine. <laughs> but uh, I met Sabina probably in, I, I, I definitely met you in my first year that I was here in Bulgaria. And she's always been, uh, she's, she's been my friend and I would say in many ways my mentor as wow. well in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like in, in how she's, she, the way she carries herself is like with this level of like maturity and she's, she's so graceful. Oh, yeah, thank you. Just <laughs> like you're talking did about somebody else. <laughs> did you expect I would say all these things about you? No, but she she's more than what I've described her to be. But but yeah, so we're gonna talk to her about her life because she is someone who has, I believe, has a lot of stories. And I, mm-hmm. I tell her, you know, sometimes she keeps things. So she's kind of a private person, but once you get to know her, you see that she's been through a lot in life, and her story is just absolutely amazing. So yeah. I sometimes don't even do it on purpose, it's just... Really? Yeah, I'm thinking, okay, are people actually interested in this? Are they interested oh, in what man. I have to say in my story? I don't find it that interesting, so... I think I think it's a personal thing as well, like, even for me, I'm like, uh, if people ask me, like, oh, what's your story? I'm like, oh, I don't know, like, there's nothing... But it, yeah. I get that, I get that, I get why... I, I'm, I'm always like wanting to know somebody else's, I'm like, oh, that's... Your story's yeah. much more fascinating than mine. But yeah, it's, I think it's, it's like subjective, but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, why don't you tell us what you do here currently? Currently here in Sofia, Bulgaria. I'm living here. I'm yes. working here. Yes. I'm going to church here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I uh, I work as a journalist and an editor right now. Yep. yep. I um, for work I occasionally translate. I edit texts, and I write about interesting stuff happening in the world. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. I I think I think you are the first journalist I met. Oh. I think I've, I know I've met a journalist. Really? Yeah. So, so I wanted to ask you, like, you know, let's let's get into your life. You know, like, how was it being sure. raised in? So you were brought up in Sliven. Sliven. Yes. And That's how was how was it like being brought up there? Um, it's it's a normal city. I wouldn't say it's a small city, but maybe like a medium sized mm-hmm. city. Yeah. Uh, in top ten in Bulgaria, maybe. Wow. Uh, and I I grew up there. I lived there up until I was eighteen, and then as soon as I graduated from high school, I moved to other places. <laughs> right. Or well, how many places have you been? I've lived in total. I think. Four or five places throughout my life. Wow, I didn't know that about you. Wow. Okay. And now, uh, most recent is, is Sofia. Wow. Yeah, and I've been here for now maybe five or six years. Five or six years. So, like, what what's what's it like being brought up in Sliven? Is it a very very like close downtown, or like is it very like 
What's it? Would you say more city vibes or what it was? It, what's it it's like? It's a mixture of both actually okay. because you, uh, well, you do know kind of everybody and okay. everybody knows you, but at the same time, right. it's also easy to get lost in the crowd, which is which is kind of weird. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. And, and but yeah, how how would you, how would you say your childhood was? Would you say it was amazing and did you enjoy it? Yeah, I had a I had a happy childhood. That's awesome. And I had many friends when I was growing up. Um, it was just a lot of fun. I was a free kid. I was really a free kid, and it was the same. A, with a my... free free kid. A yeah. Free... Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And it was the same with my brother. My parents were very liberal. Right. Uh, we would go out and stay out until ten, eleven p.m. Wow. Was that the norm there? Was that the normal? That was yeah. That was pretty much normal. Awesome. All the kids in the nineties in Bulgaria grew up like that. Oh wow! And were you uh, were you raised a uh, Christian uh, in your? No. Okay. Not really. No. And you want to tell us about that? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that my uh, walk in Christianity started very early but I didn't grow up in church right when I was about I don't even remember how old I was I don't think I was even in school yet I was like five or six when my grandma started taking us to church to her church and it was a Pentecostal very traditional church wow and we would go there for maybe a year right like I don't remember a lot of it (laughs) because I was very young but um, I do remember that I remember the vibe of it, and I remember right. how important it was for my grandma for us to be there. Right. Oh wow! Yeah, and then stuff happened. You know, life happened, oh. and she had to move to the countryside, so there was no one to take us to church anymore. Okay, um, where were your parents at in this? Like, were they for it? Like, were you guys going to church, or they were like, okay, they can do whatever they want, but like, we're um, not with it. My mom was actually coming with us. Okay, yeah, for okay. a while. Yeah, she was okay. coming with us. But my dad, he was very, um, very supportive of the Orthodox Church here in Bulgaria. So right. He wouldn't really like to come to. Right. Got it. Got <laughs> to it. Pentecostal okay. Church. Were there a lot of Pentecostal churches at the time? Like no, not really. At least not in Sliven. Right. Maybe a couple. Okay. 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 Then. Wow. Yeah, and then, so what happened after your grandmother uh, moved away, and what was it like for you? And then, for the next 15 years, uh, religion in general was missing from my, my, my life. Right. Yeah, I went through a lot of stuff during that time, but um, I think that I knew of church, I knew of God, but I didn't have a relationship with God, and I didn't really go to church. I would occasionally wow. go to the Orthodox churches, you know, right. for... Uh, Easter or Christmas or something like that, like wow. your usual Bulgarians do. Yeah. What What did that look like, that life um, before, like, let's say you actively started going to church, what was that life like, where you're, was God still part of your life, like you said you go to church, but was he, like, was he something, something you were seeking for yourself, or was, were you living life as, as you wanted, or how, what did it look like, those, those years? Well, since it was, taken from me at a very early age I didn't really realize that I needed that yeah, got so it, got it. yeah as I said it was kind of something that I knew of but I didn't really feel the need of, of God mm-hmm. but there was definitely a need there for something more right I think that's uh, something that you find in everybody not just wow people who have been to church or you know knew of God right and throughout 
you know, those 15 years that I was missing from the church and the church was missing from me, um, I knew that there was something. I knew that there was a void maybe in me. And I especially felt that around the time I uh, turned 18 and I started looking for what I was going to do with my life. Right. I realized that, you know, education, work or whatever profession that I might choose is not going to fulfill that void. Mm-hmm, yeah. And there needs to be something, um, something else there. Right. So then, fast forward, Yeah. 15 years later, um, I had just finished my first year in university and I was uh, home for the summer when my mom asked myself and my brother if we wanted to go to church. Okay. Which was out of nowhere, absolutely out of nowhere. Wow, yeah. And we both kind of looked at each other and were like, yeah, sure. <laughs> was this here in Sofia? No, that was back in Sliven. Sliven, okay, okay. Yeah, we okay. moved to Sofia um, five years after five. that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it turned out that uh, a co-worker of my mom was going to this church and for the period of one year, Almost every day she's been asking her to go to church with her. Wow. And my mom didn't tell us anything about this. Wow. Just one day out of nowhere she was like, Do you guys wanna go to church together? And wow. we just and we knew, like we knew what to expect. We knew what the churches um, here looked like. So right. we said, Yeah, you know, and during that time, um, our grandma never stopped talking about God. Yeah, she wow. never stopped. <laughs> Wow. And she would tell us testimonies of different people. She would pray for us, like, nonstop. Wow. And every time we talk to her on the phone now, she's still like, hey, I pray for you every morning. That's awesome. So you know. And now we can share this life with her, which is amazing. I, I remember uh, having conversations with you, and I remember you always, you was, you're really close to this grandma of yours, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> like, I can relate. Like, the grandparents in our families have, like, a huge part to play when it, especially because they have these years of like oh, living yeah. with God and they just all that's all they want to talk about you know so I I, I totally get that like yeah. and so like was when you when your mom asked you uh you know if you wanted to go to church where was that some was that an answer to something or was that something that you were searching for or you were like okay you know I'll just check you know I've been there before I'll check it out was it was it, it like was, that it was an answer to a question that I hadn't asked myself, really. Wow. Because, you know, <laughs> yeah. as I said, like, I was looking for something, but I wasn't really sure what I was looking for. Right. And then she was like, you want to go to church? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> wow. Wow. And how was it? <laughs> it was amazing because the first time we went to this church, um, there was an American pastor visiting. Okay. So he was preaching. And the year before that was my first year in university, and I was really confused. Because the specialty that I chose wasn't exactly something that my family agreed with. Right. And I was feeling very stuck. I was feeling, feeling very confused because I was asking myself, is this the right thing? Did I make the right decision? Right. Did I make a mistake? Why is everybody coming at me like that? Mm. Yeah. And then we went to church and this pastor was talking about being stuck. And wow. how it's your decision to stop being stuck and start to move on. Yeah. It's your decision. It, it really is something that you need to start moving. Mm-hmm. You, know, you need to start making the right decisions for yourself and not find excuses. Wow. Like, did you have... So, when 
when you had that, you know, you went to church at that time, was it something that just, you know, God was just reintroduced in your life in a much more magnified way? Or was that, you know, like, you know, when people mm-hmm. say I had that turning point, was that something like that? Or was it like, oh yeah, God was just like much more magnified now? Like, okay, you know I what? I think it was definitely something that spoke to me and it, I wouldn't say that was my turning point, but it was definitely a big thing. Okay. Because okay. I think my turning point, the point where I decided this is it, this is my life, like God okay. is my life right now and it's going to be in my life until I die. And then after that... <laughs> yeah. And when was that? When did when that turning point happen? I think that happened uh, a few years after that. Okay, okay. Good, because cool. um, from that moment that we started going to church until that point that I call my turning point, I did make some mistakes. <laughs> and I yeah. did stumble, you know, along yeah. the way. Yeah. Uh, but then it came a day when I decided, you know, this is it. I'm done. Right. I have to actually do things the right way. Right. And I think turning myself to God and actually opening my life to God is the way to do it. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think that journey that we have, like, you know, people sometimes think, you know, we fought, we have this experience with God and then we're like, oh, everything's sorted. But oh, and, like, no. it's, just, it's so crazy how different people's story, like, how we go from, you know, finding God or having that moment with God. And then we're like, we're still figuring it out. Oh, you yeah, know? definitely. And we, we see God's hand in our life. And then it just mm-hmm. slowly, slowly you see our lives conforming to the path that God's called us to, to be in, you know. So the, so, the tur- so the turning point that you said was, was it still in Sullivan or where, where were you at that time? It was kind of along the way, really, because I was moving from one place to place. Right. I was trying to find out where I'm supposed to live. Um, and then some relationships with people happened and mishaps in those relationships. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I'm making mistakes that I should no longer make and I'm hurting people. Right. As much as I don't want to admit that. Yeah. I am hurting people. And I need to start learning how to build relationships in a healthy way and how to approach uh, my life in a healthy way. Wow. How, how did that, uh, like having a relationship with God, how did that help you with mending your relationships around you? Like, how did that happen? When I started building my relationship with God and when I started uh, reading his word and praying, I started connecting to myself more. Right. Okay. Which is how I started wow. connecting to other people more. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Because even when I'm private, <laughs> I don't realize that I'm private. Yeah. Uh, but then when I started opening myself to God, I realized that I can do this with other people. Oh, wow. That's so good. And I should be doing this with other people. Oh, that is And so I good. shouldn't close myself. Oh, wow. Wow. So, yeah. So, this was, so in this, at this point, where were we at? at how, that was like four or five years ago? How many years ago? That was, um, yeah, maybe before I moved to Sofia. Maybe right before I moved to Sofia. Wow. And would yeah. you say that your your life? Well, I mean, what was the reason that you guys moved to Sofia? Was was it that you wanted to leave that life there, or what? Were there because of a job here? What was the reason that you moved? I to? was sure at that point that I didn't want to live in Sliven anymore. I mean, okay. I always knew it. To Why? be honest. Why was that? <laughs> because I knew that it wasn't my place. Right. Okay. I just knew. I mean, I don't have anything against the city or anything, but I just knew that this isn't where I'm supposed to build my life. Mm, okay. And then I um, 
graduated from university and my brother graduated from high school at the same time. So okay. we were trying to figure out where we, what are we going to do. And we realized, okay, why don't we move to Sofia and see what's going on there? Because he's going to study here anyway. Right. So why don't I move with him and see what's going to happen. And uh, we're still here. Wow. <laughs> wow. How, how, five, so, years, yeah. five years later. Wow. It wasn't something, you know, crazy, supernatural or anything like that. It was just a very normal. Normal. But you said you moved five times. So where were the other places that you guys moved to? After Stephen, I went to uh, Veliko Tarnovo, okay. which is where I studied. Yeah. And then during the summers, I would live by the seaside. Wow. And then for um, a portion of my last year in university, I moved to the Czech Republic. I lived in Prague for uh, a while there. Oh, wow. See, like, the, you, you're, you've, I was thinking, okay, so... The the two parts that you talked about was in Slovenia, but in between all these things. Yeah, happened. I was here and there and everywhere. <laughs> well, are you someone who's who, who's okay with moving around a lot, or was do you prefer to be just at one, like in one city and just settle there? Back then, I was okay with it, and I I thought of it as an adventure. I really wanted to um, explore different options, mm-hmm. different cities, different places around the world. Right. But now I think that I like. That I'm settled, <laughs> right? Wow, I know. I, I think I think that comes with like with time. When you're y- younger in college years, you're like, I want to travel and yeah, do this and that. Maybe it's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I don't mind. Actually, I don't mind moving. Now, but yeah. I'm not planning it. I'm just okay. about it. I'm like, oh, why don't I move? <laughs> oh, wow. I know. I mean, it's about. I always said somebody. I mean, the other day we were having a conversation. You know. We're talking about like, oh, where would you like to move? But like, once you have a community and stuff, you know, oh, there's yeah. no place like where you'd not want. If you have like a good community, good group of people, you're like, oh yeah, I'll Absolutely, stay there. Yeah. That's I think that's one of the big things about like when you go to a new place. But yeah, did you feel like you had a community every time, everywhere you went, or was it like, oh, I can't wait to get out of this place or wherever, wherever it is that you lived? That's a good question. <laughs> really? <laughs> it is good because I haven't really thought about it, but um, I did have people that I was surrounded with every time I moved. But mm. I knew in the back of my mind always that these people are in my life for a season. Right, yeah. So mm. I also didn't really try to build meaningful relationships with them. Right. I was like, okay, we're here, we're friends for like a few uh, months. But then I'm gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, I'm gonna have so, to pack up and go. Yeah. yeah, that's a hard reality. It is. <laughs> anyway, but so so then you uh, and then right after that you moved to Sofia, right after the yeah you, yeah that time and what did it look like your life here in Sofia? It looked really weird. <laughs> really, oh, it looked wow. really unknown. Okay. More than anything, because yeah. I had absolutely no idea what I was gonna work. I had no job. We just found a place for like two days. <laughs> mm, okay, wow. And we, we stayed in that place for actually a few months. And it was horrible. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was definitely weird. It was definitely something that we didn't, I think we didn't really plan for. Right. But we knew that we're moving, this is it. And maybe along the way things will um, wow. We'll start arranging somehow. Wow. And how did you, uh, in like... Like, how did you continue your, you know, church life? And, like, did you start going to church as soon? Or was it, like, something that kind of, like, 
was reintroduced into your life again? Actually, we started going to church as soon as we moved because back in um, our church in Sliven, they recommended us uh, the church that we're still going to. <laughs> oh, wow. And the first Sunday that we moved, we came to church and uh, it was amazing. It wow. was just mind-blowing and we didn't even want to search for another church. We right. loved it and we stayed. Oh, was it, was it at Pentecostal church as well? Um, no. Okay, okay. It was something from your hometown. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, and what, what did, what, how did you end up coming to Zoe? Like, you know, the, where we are now? Our pastor. Yeah. Back in Sleven is a very good friend with our pastor here in Zoe. Oh, wow. So he told us um, about Zoe and um, we loved it. Wow. We really did. He was like, you have to go there. It's amazing. There's a lot of young people. They gather at a club. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. True story. <laughs> the atmosphere is amazing. So. Yes. And wow. yeah, he didn't lie. <laughs> I love it. I, you know, the people, when people come to Zoe, people ask like, you guys have church at a club? What? Yeah. <laughs> but it's so crazy. Like how even... I, I remember when I first walked into Zoe and I was, mm-hmm. I was thinking like, I didn't think, oh, I didn't think much of the club part of it. When other people started raising it with me is when I was like, oh yeah, it is in a club. I but, did the same thing. But I when I walked in, it was just like, you, I was looking at the, the warmth of mm-hmm. everyone and were like, oh yeah, let me find you a seat. And I was like, oh my <laughs> gosh, like, that's awesome. <laughs> you yeah. know, because so welcoming. I'm, I didn't even have to spend more than like, 10, 15 minutes there for me to know. I, I had decided that day. I was like, this is a church I'm going oh, to. Oh, totally. I, I mean, I've been to other churches and I love the other church that I went to, but Zoe was just like, it clicked, you know? It was yeah. just absolutely incredible. But yeah, absolutely, so yeah. tell me about your life in Zoe, like, you know, and, you know, your journey with God throughout these years. Like, how was it for you? For me, it was very productive and it was so fruitful to be here. Yeah. And I feel like for the past five years, ish years I've grown so much spiritually right I I don't think I've grown the same way at at the same speed maybe uh, anywhere else or at any other time of my life as I did here and now yeah and it was amazing because I can see that things are done in a way that um, really encourage people Mm. encourage people to be true to be authentic right to find their own relationship with God and to do it in a way that is not um, too pushy, you know, th- that is not too orchestrated. Right, right. It's, it's, it's very genuine. Yes, yes. It's like, it just flows, right? It does, yeah. yeah. Totally. Wow, wow. It's same, same. I, I can completely relate. Like, before it was like I was serving my parents as God, but like now I'm like, oh, I've, I found God for myself. Oh, totally, absolutely. Yeah. And you know some some things about Sabina guys like she, you know she I when I met her she was like I I met her at like we went to a karaoke bar was it <laughs> Oh yeah we did karaoke together <laughs> I I mean I'd seen her before that but but I met her met her because we did like a Justin Bieber Yo, song yeah together. we bonded over Justin <laughs> Bieber what was it I think Love Yourself Oh yeah yeah Love Yourself <laughs> yeah so we we did that song together and then we I think we walked back together and I I, I met her brother and her and I was like wow these guys are so cool and then before you know it like she's like so we have this thing called greeting steam in Zoe and it's like where people people stand outside and greet everyone that's coming and she was so she was a leader. 
for the greetings team for for a little bit and then then and she's always been translating on stage like we have english translation on stage <laughs> and she's been part of that so a lot of things that god has you know you see i i i could i could see for myself like how god's like moving you and growing you in different areas oh, of your yeah. life and and you said that there was there was a time when someone told you that you were meant to be on the stage and and that's something how how was that, that like that was something that i never expected that i would hear about myself because mm. you know the ways that i served in church for the past years i have not i did not even think that i would serve in those ways yeah i did not even think that i would do those things throughout my life at all wow. in church or not what, so what did that look like you know going from some like I remember you saying that to me, you know, you're like, you know, I'm I meant to be be on stage. By the time you had already been on stage, I think when you told me that if I'm if I'm That's cuz other people have told it to me. Like uh-huh. I didn't really figure it out on my own. <laughs> oh wow. Cuz I cuz I didn't ever think that I would have a spotlight on me. Yeah. Anyway, I thought I'm someone who is supposed to be uh in the backstage, someone who is preparing things, organizing things for other people, but mm-hmm. not like out there speaking, communicating or Wow. doing anything in front of people like when you did find you know when you did get on stage for the first time was it something like was it did it feel weird or was it like oh man like this... oh it felt so unreal <laughs> really oh wow yeah <laughs> it felt like i wasn't it wasn't me it felt like it was somebody else oh wow i couldn't believe what i was doing i couldn't believe it was me but it's all god it's all been god oh man again, i wouldn't do it on my own Uh, that's and that's it you know keep doing it on my own <laughs> you know i remember maybe for you like when you got on stage you probably would have been like oh man this is something i've never but like when i saw you like i remember the times when you got on stage around the first times i was like this girl's just this is she's a natural like it doesn't <laughs> seem like it didn't seem like you were nervous and like your focus was like I always appreciate translation because oh. you know I always tell like everybody who translates in our church I always tell them you know you're hearing at the same time and you're translating and then you're hearing at the same time so it's a whole other level of focus and I always try I sometimes I try to like you know because I want to increase my focus you know mm-hmm. but but it's I, I fail miserably but like this <laughs> with the way you guys do it it's amazing so so to be on stage to translate and to like you know at the same time be there the first for the first time you're translating focus you did incredibly and thank I, you yeah i mean I, it's I like like and it goes back to what you said like you know that's that's why god when god puts us up on you know platforms or mm-hmm. areas that you know he's like oh yeah you know he, our strength is in him you know it's not yeah. like oh yeah i'm gonna i'm the one who's doing it you know totally absolutely but but i, I absolutely like i was like man this You know, even even because prior to that I hadn't seen you on stage before. But then when you got down I'm like, man, this girl's always meant to be there. Like, it's just... I don't even remember when that was. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so you went through like a season of like going through um, you know, leadership and things like that and mm-hmm. like now where do you see yourself now? Where you're at? Like, well, first of all, that season of leadership didn't happen right away. Mm, yeah. There was a yeah. time when I was under well, I'm still under leadership. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah. there was a time when I was starting out and I you know, even when I started greeting people, just welcoming them uh, in church as a part of the greeting team, I was so grateful. Right. And so happy to be doing that. Yeah. Because I was just there, I was just serving and and doing something, even, you know, saying yeah. hi to people. Yeah. And, uh, 
showing them that this is home. Wow, yeah. That to me was, was yeah. even mind-blowing. Um, and now, oh, to be honest, I'm just still waiting for God to do <laughs> yeah. something because the way he's shown himself in my life so far has been a surprise after surprise. And I am in the wait yeah. for another surprise. Wow. And I'm sure this is going to be surprising, you know. Wow, of course. Like, do you feel like during quarantine and all that kind of time that this, it's been a building up period or what did it look like for you? Oh, definitely. Definitely is a time and it's a time when you realize that there are things inside of you that you never really had time to, um, to focus on. Yeah. Because, you know, people, busyness, whatever. Yeah. But during quarantine, you had this time to be quiet with yourself, to be quiet with God and to see, you know, things that you've been putting aside, you've been ignoring. Yeah. But it's time to stop ignoring those things and it's time to start focusing on them and start working on them. Yeah. Which, you know, when we ignore things, it's usually because we don't want to face them because they're either <laughs> ugly or hard or right. painful or whatever. But the only way to move past those things and the only way to grow is to face them. Yeah, come on. And I'm so thankful that I have God in my life to to go through this thing, through these things with. Oh, it's real. Because yeah. I wouldn't want to face things inside <laughs> myself, by myself. Oh, wow. Um, and I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, I have faith and I'm waiting. Yeah. To oh, man, still work on those things and uh, to finish, to see the finished work. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I wanted to ask you, you know, looking back at your whole life, like, what do you think is like the biggest, what is the biggest lesson you've learned? Like, all these years of everything that you've gone through and like you've lived, like, what would you say is... Oh, there's so many big lessons. How do I pick just one? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, well, uh, yeah, one of, you could, you could say a couple of them. You know? Okay, I yeah, can, yeah. Well, first of all, don't limit God. Yeah. <laughs> don't limit yourself yeah because if you um if you let him do what he's supposed to do and he wants to with your life um he's gonna surpass every uh, dream that you have every expectation that's so good and he's gonna do things with you that you never imagined he would do wow. so yeah. i say i'm yeah i think this is one of the biggest things wow yeah take the limits off and you will see a life of abundance. Oh, wow. Exactly that life of abundance that the Bible talks about. Wow. Oh, yeah. that's, what, what else? What else? Um, something else. Uh, be, be open. Wow. It's hard. It's painful. Um, and, well, you open yourself to being hurt, but you also open yourself to, to experience amazing things. So be wow. open for other people and for opportunities and for very unexpected things to happen. Oh man, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, because you never know. Yeah, I, I love what you said before, like, you know, when you started getting close to God, you started getting real with yourself, and that's mm -hmm. when you said, like, oh, you know, it's, you know, if I can be real with God, you know, I can do this with other people. That, that really, like, that really spoke to me, you know? Oh. That's just, that's just amazing. I've never... Like, I personally, if I look at my life, like, I always consider myself to be kind, uh, yeah, open-ish, you know, but, but what you just said is, like, you know, there's always, like, I can always be more open and more, mm -hmm. you know, there's always, 
that yeah. area where I can grow, you know? Mm. And I just realized, like, oh, that's so good. Like, when I draw closer to God and I become more real with God, you know, when I'm real with God, then it's, then, then I can, I, it's, it's easier to be real with people. Like, I didn't, I, I went, only when you said that, I thought about it. Mm-hmm. Like, man, that's. And other people are not going to receive you the way God will, mm. but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, he is the best person <laughs> that you can be open to. Absolutely. It's not like, oh, yeah. yeah of course, it's not like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be open to every single person. I mean, of course, you know, it's like when we have to be, you know, when mm-hmm. we when we see that there's someone who, you know, us that requires us to be open. And, you know, there were so many times in my life where, you know, there has been time where God's like, okay, you can, you know, tell that part of yourself or you can, mm-hmm. you know, things that are buried down, deep down, you know, where no one knows, like. There are moments when God's like, okay, you can be, you can speak about it or talk yeah. about it now, you know? Because He knows. Yeah, absolutely. And he accepts you. Absolutely. That's oh, all the acceptance that you need. I mean, anything else that you search for, that's, I mean, that's you, and that's okay. That's normal. Yeah. That's human. Wow. But essentially, you need His acceptance, and you already have it. So. Wow, and like, so in the upcoming season, like, where do you see yourself? Like, you know, what do you? what do you see yourself for the future? Like in, you know, people ask, you know, what, where do you see yourself so in four years? years. <laughs> not like, not like, oh, this is what I want to be. But like, yeah. where do you see yourself with regards to like anything, with regards to your relationship with God or how, whatever? Well, I definitely want to see myself grow. Yeah. Because, well, no one wants to stay in the same place forever, obviously, but I, I definitely want to grow in my spirituality. Right. And one thing that I want to grow in particularly is my faith and my trust in God. Yeah. Because I'm seeing that, especially right now during this season and during quarantine and everything that's been going on with the world, I can see myself that I'm uh, lacking in a way. Yeah. In this area. So I definitely want to see myself um, trusting God even more in much wilder ways. Because I know there are other wilder ways. That's amazing. That's um, amazing. Yes, I definitely want to see that. Wow. And uh, I, I want to explore the part of myself that I have just started exploring, you know, the serving on stage and serving with um, the word and communicating the word to people. Yeah. And I don't mean particularly, you know, being on stage, being with the spotlight on whatever. Just, yeah. Just... Just like serving, you mean? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh man, like it's fu- it's funny, like how when we sit and talk about, you know, you sit with. I love doing this because I get to like see like oh, it's just everybody's story is so different mm-hmm. and it's so beautiful how, you know, God is, like God is taking each person through their you know through their life and what they're on their journey. And how the things that different people struggle with different things. And, you know, I love hearing, like, whenever I go on YouTube, I love hearing testimonies. Yeah. I love hearing people's, like, people who have struggled, like, like, you know, been abused and, like, the things that they've lived. And 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 then you have much more, you know, testimonies where they had an amazing life and they encountered God. And, like, mm-hmm. you see different people's lives being represented and how God just aligns everybody's life, Absolutely, you know. Absolutely, yeah. And then... And then and after we get on that life, we just don't know anything different. We're like, oh my gosh, I cannot yeah. imagine a life without him. Yeah, this but is yeah. the best way my life could have turned out. <laughs> yeah, that's so, that's so, it's so great. Like, I love your story because it's like, it has got his, it has got its simplicity, but at the mm-hmm. same time, the beauty of God in it. Like, how you're like, oh, God just like led me every path yeah. of the way. And, 
showed me like, okay, this is a season for this and this is a season where he's, and I love how real you are. That's one thing that I've noticed whenever, whenever uh, I've spoken to you, you don't tend to sugarcoat anything. You're oh, very real with whoever, be it boy or girl, you're very real in your conversations and, you know, like very easygoing and, 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 and it's like, it just, that kind of shows, you might think, oh yeah, that's how she's with other people, but it also reflects your relationship with God as well, like how you would be willing to be like, oh, willing to listen to what God has mm-hmm. to say, you know, how yeah. you would align your life to what, because it's, it's, you might think like, because probably you're used to doing that, you might think, oh, that's how everyone does it, but you inspire me in that way, like how, I, I love the fact that, like, I, I love how, you know, your beliefs on God, like you, you're like so stern in it, like I love mm-hmm. it, I've noticed that from, from the time I met you. I'm very stubborn, that's why. <laughs> I, I love it. Like, it's, it's a good, because my dad is a person mm-hmm. who's very stubborn, uh, oh, like, in his beliefs. Yeah, you told me. <laughs> yeah, when he was like, not stubborn for the Lord, like, yeah. he was, like, you know, someone who was in the way of the world. But when he, be, when God called him and, you know, mm-hmm. God came into his life, he was now stubborn for God, which is oh, amazing. Yeah, and that's one of the best, uh, you know, you, I think I, I kind of tend to think of the character Paul in the Bible because he mm. became stubborn for the Lord, you know, which is, and I believe that, I don't know, I, I've always been drawn to people who are like that. Like, I love when you're just like, you know, you're well-spoken and you're you're like, oh yeah, that's how God would do it. And you have that confidence, you know? Because that's as real as life can get. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you can be open. You can absolutely be open and you should be open. Yeah, yeah. And you should, when you go to God, you should be like, listen, I've had some stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know about them, so please help me out. Yeah, so good, Sabina. But yeah, that's, I, I'm, I, I wanted to know, like, I wanted people to know, like, what your life was like, like, how, you know, how you transitioned from, like, being, like, in a town, and now you're, like, serving at this awesome church, no. you know? It's, it's, it's so great, like, this is, this is as, pure as it can get you know it's mm-hmm. so good and yeah i don't see it as i said as so interesting but looking back i've had some things happen yeah. that um I, I didn't expect that would happen i didn't see my life in that way but i've right. seen that um the way god um put it you know yeah to happen yeah the way he arranged things and the plan that he has for my life it's perfect it's not great, it's not um, always pleasant, Yeah. but it's perfect. And there's a reason why it should turn out the way it turns out. Man, praise God. Praise yeah. God for you. And when bad things happen, there's comfort. Yeah, it's not like, oh, it's going to leave you lonely, you know. When I, Never. And, I, and I know you've been through quite a bit of stuff over the years and, mm-hmm. like, you know, when, when, uh, trust me guys, when Sabina says that, you know, like, <laughs> you know, it's not been perfect, and it, but God's always been there, it's like mm-hmm. trust her words that she means it when she says that it's a part of a perfect plan let's yeah, put it absolutely. that way it's a part of a perfect plan and it makes sense absolutely oh and so yeah yeah sorry no 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 go for it go for it it's not gonna make sense in the moment that it's happening but you know okay. as time goes on and years go by and you look back you're gonna think oh that's why i should have gone through this that's why this should have happened oh. so i could build this in myself that's amazing. Amazing. And that's why I've learned to appreciate every moment and yeah. every, uh, everything that happens in my life because it, it brings something else. 
That's awesome. It's not just a bad memory or an unpleasant experience. There's right. always a lesson. There's always a lesson. Yeah. That's so good. It's a very philosophical way to look at life. But what <laughs> <laughs> is the lesson? No, absolutely. Like, if you live your life with that kind of attitude, like, you know, you always try to find God in every situation, you know? Oh, yeah. And that, and it's, that's the best. That's the best, you know? It will be difficult, but, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say that I've faced a lot of, like, you know, like crazy things in my life, but... Like, but I, I'm training myself like, oh, you know what? Like, I want to find God and everything, mm-hmm. you know, that God is with me. Yeah. So he's got with me always. So I want to find him always, you know, like. Amazing. And that's a great, great exercise for your faith. Yeah. I'm absolutely. trying to find God in everything that's happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good or bad. He's yeah. there. <laughs> oh, so good, Sabina. And oh. I just want to like, you, you have no idea like how sometimes there are moments, I'm not even making this up, like when there are moments when. I've had like things that I wanted to do regarding a group that I'm that I'm you know leading or things that I'm like okay you know what Sabina does it this way you know so I'm gonna do it this way you know that you have that sense of responsibility you know it's not like oh yeah they pick anyone to be a leader you know you have that mm-hmm. that that uh, that you know you know the seriousness with which you do your oh, wow. the things that you're assigned to do okay, you know yeah. and I feel like that's something that I'm learning and that's something that I've learned from your life like how you're very responsible you know like okay this needs to be done and what are the things we're doing for these people you know so I love that this season that God's taking you on and I love that people get to hear mm. your story oh. and I can't <laughs> wait to see I can't wait to see what God, what uh, God's gonna do in your life and and yeah, I believe, me too. believe in greatness <laughs> but yeah I just want to say thank you for for joining us and like oh, it's talking. been great yeah i i yeah you'll yeah. be back trust me oh, <laughs> you, <laughs> you're not gonna um, get rid of me that easily <laughs> i know i've been trying for like oh, right. yeah. seriously <laughs> it's kidding. been how many years <laughs> five <laughs> but i'm i'm so grateful but i just want to um thank you again for joining us and also you guys for listening in i you know i i pray that you know whatever we talk on this podcast that it inspires you in some way or the other, like on your journey with God and other things that you're struggling with. I pray that, you know, God helps you through it. Yep. But yeah, until next time, guys. Bye. You want to say bye, Sabina? Of course, I want to say bye. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye, you guys. Bye.